Welcome back to another episode of God and Lemonade. Although we have been away for a second, this is actually our last episode for the year. And honestly, God just kind of moved in this conversation. It ended up being such a therapeutic session for us to end the year with a reminder that God is in the details still, even in 2020, even in all of our trials, even in all of our doubts, even in everything, he's still there. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alrighty, we are recording. Okay. All right. Hey, girls. Hey. Hey, girls. Hey, girls. How y'all hey, doing? Girl. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Okay, so we are finally back with another episode. We're not even going to beat around the bush. Let's just get into this because first of all, we've been gone for like 40 days and 40 nights. Second of all, okay, as everybody could probably hear from our hey girl, hey, everybody sounds like hey girl, hey. (laughs) (sighs) So it's so crazy because, you know, we kind of had our list of things that we wanted to talk about tonight. And then once we all got on together, we just realized that, like, you know, maybe we need to go in a different direction, which is kind of like the same direction we were going in anyway. But 2020, y'all. 2020. Did we, even ask, we can't even ask y'all how y'all doing because right now, just feeling like the weight of 2020. It's <laughs> a good description. 2020 is heavy. Mm. It's heavy. Yeah. I didn't train for this. Yes. Wow. Wow. I know one thing that I wanted to talk about, because, you know, this will be our last episode for this year. What, well, is, when we think about this year, you know, everybody's super excited about 21, like, all you hear is people saying this 2020 needs to be over. I'm done with 2020. Like, when is 2021 coming? And I just was really thinking the other day, like, but what if, like, 21 is the same? Like, how do we adjust to, like, what we know now about 2020 to to make it in 21? Because some people, some people ain't gonna make it mentally, you know, like, if, if the, if it won't let up. If we have to go through another year of this. Yeah. I mean, I'm some people. You're some people? Okay. Please, saints out there, please pray for Brandon. She is some people today. She's some people. I think um, when we talk about, (laughs) I think you said it best, Ken, like if the race is over, but the the official is telling you, no, no, keep running, keep running. Right, that was so. It just reminds me that the Bible tells us that we have to run this race with endurance, mm-hmm. with the anticipation that the race may not be over at the end, and that just requires some hardcore mental training. Um, I have a therapist. I go to therapy. I would definitely um, advocate. If you're in a space mentally where you cannot, uh, where you can't handle it. And let me just say, the trauma of the world today, I don't believe we were just 
innately equipped to handle it. It's a lot. Then um, I would definitely advocate to getting help, um, just understanding and coping with some of the things that we have had to encounter. Like we have over 293,000 fatalities in one year. That's a lot for anybody to just think about. Um, It's a lot of grieving families this year, like a lot. It's just, I was watching the news. This lady was on the news because she was trying to do everything right with her business. And this corporation set up next door to her and they shut her down. And the corporation is going strong. Like, it's just people have been slapped in the face a lot this year (laughs) and they don't have any more cheeks to turn but i will say that endurance is what's going to at least push us through i don't know what 2021 has i don't i shudder to think but (laughs) i'm gonna try to run this race with some level of endurance to just man, just put one foot in front of the other and just see where you go. (laughs) Yeah. I just... (laughs) I... Yeah. You, you, You guys know how I started this conversation off tonight. And it's... I'm just trying to keep my mind on the scripture that says God does not give or what, how does it go the the batter of the uh, girl give us some words let's use our googles let's use our googles now what does it say yeah it's like the the swift or defeat oh yeah yeah the the battle is not given to the strong nor the race to the swift yes he who endures to the end come on pastor pastor that's it that's it right there i know in in this season because 2020 has been everything to me like the the good the bad the ugly it's just been everything and so in trying to use the advice that my dear friend Robin has given me on looking toward the future and going through a season, I think I have to keep my mind on that scripture because ultimately I ain't gonna make it. I'm, I'm people. <laughs> well one you are gonna make it okay um you will turn marvin sats never would have made it into your new theme song because you're going to make it i just it's just so crazy like that you know before we a lot of this conversation for those of you out there who are listening started before we recorded and then it got to a point it was like wait we just got to start recording so it kind of sounds like not off but we're kind of just jumping into because <laughs> listen you know when the saints going through stuff we, we just gotta work work through it so um i think that is such a big question like as a as a person running a race you're already tired your clothes are sticking to you because you're sweating like crazy 
you didn't, you know, you're in your mind trying to remember all the breathing techniques. You know, you didn't blanked out with as many stories of your past and your present and your future as you can to distract you, you know, while you're running and you see the finish line and you're like, all right, ooh, I'm about to be able to stop. And once you get there, they're like, oh no, like you have to keep going. And so, and you can't stop. You have to keep going. So it's like, how do you adjust in the middle of a race? Like, you know, I don't, I don't run at all. So I can't. I can't even say like as a runner like how do you learn to breathe differently when you train to breathe a certain way for a certain amount of time but now that time has been extended so how do you now learn to breathe differently how do you learn to keep a a new stride of endurance when you again you train for like a certain thing and I know it's possible I think you know a lot of that comes in where we don't do anything in our own strength we don't, this is, these are the moments where it's like, if I was ever going to lean on God, it, it got to be now. Because I, like, literally cannot do this by myself. Oh, God, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, what do you do when you've done all you can? <laughs> you just. I think we're going into all these songs tonight. Oh, right. <laughs> but no, I think that's it, Ken. I think. <laughs> We have to, when our strength is gone, we have to rely on supernatural strength. When our endurance is gone, we have to rely on supernatural endurance. Every instance in text and in Bible does never ask us, God never asks us to do anything on our own. Mm-hmm. I think it's always with the intent of, go ahead, baby, do as much as you can. Because I think God knows that eventually you're going to get tired. You're going to get weary. And there's a scripture that says, uh, Jesus said, just just come on and give me your burdens. And I'll, I'll give you my yoke. My yoke is light. It's easy. We'll trade. And he bears that for us. And I mm-hmm. think, like, not being super saint-ish, but I think this is definitely a season where, if you have not opened your eyes to the necessity of relying on God, mm. then you just been asleep this whole year. Because I don't know about y'all, but I can't breathe without him. Literally. You better sing another song. You better bring another song. <laughs> it's Ty Tribbett. Well, it could be anybody with that line, but I thought of Ty Tribbett. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I can't wake up without him. I can't go to sleep without him. Like, my life has been turned into such a crazy space that I don't know normal unless God is there. That he's my only normal now. I can't rely on, you know, the outside world or this natural world that I see. My child not even normal. <laughs> I'm done with you. you but I can rely this. on God to be God. As a matter of fact, my, my pastor preached Sunday, and God is good because I was showing sure up paying attention because... I think I was shouting in my room, but his sermon was about how God is the same yesterday, today, and forever with me. Something as simple as that, we need to be reminded that God, God don't switch up. We do, but he don't. And so, what? how do you adjust in the middle of the race? You gotta let go. Mm, that's what I was gonna <laughs> ask. You carry you on into 2021. That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask. How do you actually... 
Although the supernatural is not practical, so we can't even like use those terms. But for every, but all of us are very like practical people, right? It's not often. I I don't. I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but I don't think we oftentimes think with the supernatural as much as we should, especially since we're serving a supernatural being. And so we always try to figure out like practically how do we do something. And I don't think, like, your mind can't because you can't do it. Like, like you can't do it. I remember, um, this is like a week ago, I think I went home. And, um, you know, I have a big trip coming up. Woo -de -woo. And <laughs> I have to take a COVID test. And it has to be negative for me to be able to, like, take this trip. And I have been, you know, ever since COVID became a... Uh, a known thing. I have been trying to do everything within my personal power to make sure that I don't get sick. Okay. I wash my hands like a crazy person. I'm taking all the vitamins, all the sea moss, all the oils. Like I'm doing all these things. And, but around me, you know, the virus is still in the air. Other viruses are in the air. The seasons are changing. That means the weather's changing. And so you know, then living in Louisiana is like the worst because it could be summer one day, then winter, then fall, then like spring, like in a whole week. And so with that, you're always having to like adjust, okay, what do I wear today? How do I stay covered today? And just, I remember like maybe a couple of days waking up feeling like, you know, my throat was, you know, you little, and... <laughs> You know, now it could be anything, but everything is COVID now. Like, it don't matter what it is. You got, like, a stomach ache, and it's like you ate bad food, but it's really COVID. So, um, I just remember, because I always put my hand on my throat and just, like, profess, like, by his stripes, I'm healed. Like, I'm not getting this. And this one day, I just woke up, and I was like, Lord, you have to help me. Like, you have to help me stay, he like, stay healthy, because I can't do it on my own. I'm doing everything I can. I have to get on this plane. You have to help me stay healthy. Like, I'm trying. Like, what else could I do? I don't have nothing else. I don't have nothing else in my bag. And so, you're right. And with that, it was just like, there's nothing I could do. All I could do is pray and rely in faith, have faith that he would. And I know that's probably, you know, much different from what Brandy was kind of describing earlier. Because I feel like in an instance where you just have like blow after blow with different things it's just like how do you let go in that situation and, and be okay but maybe the letting go does make you okay because you're not like mentally stressed about it yeah but the letting go is hard right i know that's the hard part so how do you let go because elsa elsa made it seem like it was easy but how do you let it go or why do we want to hold on so bad? Like, why can't we let it go? Because we get comfortable. Right. We get oh. comfortable. Look, let me, let me just throw this sermon on y'all real quick. Ooh. Do y'all know what a stoop is? The, a stoop of a tree? The little stump? Yeah. yeah the girl. little stump of a tree. It's, it's a temporary place to rest. Yeah. I, I think that sometimes we have so much baggage that when we see that stoop, we like, thank you, Jesus. But we forget that the stoop is a temporary place to rest. Like, God has a Queen Anne and a King Arthur chair waiting for you on the other side of that stoop. You were just supposed to stay there for a moment. 
but we get so comfortable on the stoop and we stay there. And that stoop could be misery. That stoop can be bitterness. That stoop can be, you know, shame and disgrace. That stoop can be the, the very thing that, you know, made you sit down in the first place. But you, and I say you, and I really mean me, we kind of just decide to stay there because it's comfortable. And I think that for us, we got to get our butts off the stoop. It wasn't designed to hold us for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's just temporary. But you got to, those thoughts have to play in your mind. Before you can, like, really say, okay, God, I'm done with it here. I don't want to sit here anymore. This is now starting to become uncomfortable. And I think when we realize the goodness that God has for us, the stoop does get uncomfortable. And we do become a little bit more um, ready to let stuff go. Yeah. But I think it's got to get uncomfortable for us. Yeah. I come from to the point where you're just like, okay, all right, okay. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this no more. <laughs> and then too, I think um, as uh, Brandon Washington uh, so eloquently put it, before he left this earth, you know, one thing that he was starting was this movement um, of 1090. You know, life is only um what is it it's not basically it's not happening to us it's, things are happening to us but it's really about how we react to it and the reaction is the big part okay and so being able to get better at like brushing off those things that life throw at us uh really Put you in a better mental space, I think, to walk through adversity. Like, I mean, okay. It's not happening to bring me down. It's a life circumstance. And technically, like, I am equipped to know how to, like, navigate through this moment. Maybe we have to... And I'm just throwing stuff out here at this point. Maybe we have to stop taking things so personally you know, when they happen to us. I know that's way easier said than done. Oh, because I was going to say, y'all trying to take me out of here. First, y'all want me to let it go. And then you go take it first. <laughs> take me out, Lord. But I will say, I know, like, not to, like, you know, put it all the way out there, you know, because it's your thing. But one thing that we talked about, I think that, it feels personal, but really it's the other person or the other people. That's their flaw. And it feels personal, I think, because the the jabs or whatever kind of come your way or maybe affect what you're doing, but it's really their own flaw. And so how do you get good at, like, letting that stuff just bounce right off you. Uh, I mean, I think that's a personality thing, especially for me. Okay. Um, with 
don't know, when I'm invested in something or when I'm vested in something and I know I've seen the potential mm-hmm. and I know it's there and then I met with Google what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Poo-poo, caca, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> um, it is frustrating. So that's hard to Maybe I need to reevaluate my expectations. I mean, because men let us down every every time, but that part. I, I just I don't know. I just I've always had high expectations, and I've always taken things personally. You know, I guess I, I've heard this so many times. Like Brandy, Brandy, you're taking it so personally. But everything I touch, everything I do, I've always said my name is on it, so it has to be. It has to be right, so I definitely can't just allow something to just happen and me not take it personally um, or do anything about it or me work or me involve myself with it to, to get it right. That That's a personality trait, issue, whatever you want to call it, on my behalf and But I think what I hear when you say that is kind of what Robin was saying. It's that control piece. And I think, um, not even just with your per- any personality type, we're all prone to say, well, that's just my personality. But that does not mean that you you can adjust to have a personality that's more Christ-like. And I think being able to let things go and focus on what is important is doing just that, um, no matter what your personality is. And, like, for you, like, saying, like, I think we all feel that way in our own ways. I'm probably the most free-flowing personality out of all of us. Um, but I, I, right, I just be straight, like, la, la, la. Um, but I, but I do think that, like, even with the differences in our personalities, all of us feel like whatever we put our name on, whatever we put our hands on needs to be perfect or at our expectation. But the reality is we don't control anything but ourselves. So anytime you're dealing with an external anything, no matter your personality, no matter your motives, you really only control, like, your input and your output. And so... I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to accept, like, raggedy, you know, behavior from people. But you also um, need to realize that you only control Brandy. You only control Robin. You only control Kendallin. And so how do you get peace about those pieces that you don't control when they are out of control? Child. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me pull up how much y'all billable rates are because, uh, Will y'all answer this question? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I wish that I could relinquish that control that I have to have on the outer source that you're speaking of because in my mind, I can't control it. And it might be a matter of control. And I know everything that you said, Kendallin, is absolutely true. Because I, in my mind, I can't control it, and me inserting myself to fix it is my control piece. 
But ultimately, God is the end-all, be-all, and ultimately controls it all. But I wish that I could tell you why I insert myself or try to control that piece each and every time. Like, this is a new to... I'm not new to this. I'm true to this, right? <laughs> like, I, I've been doing this. <laughs> and I have not learned this lesson. And I don't know. I don't know what... what and like you say, we can't say it's a personality thing or flaw, or trait, or characteristic, but I ain't learned to listen. I don't know how to... I don't know how to let go of it. We're going to find the answer. We don't have to have all the answers today. We might not have any of the answers ever. But we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Remember that God has, uh, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And designed without mistake. And so, I believe that God created us control freaks for a purpose, too. It's just, we have to, I think, Ken, you say this, we have to serve our season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and control is not every season. And what you are going to find as you get older is the more you try to control out of season, the more stressed you're going to be. And so I would suggest that you learn how to just for once, maybe once a week, maybe once a month, just see how it goes without you. Mm-hmm. And pay attention to you. Because you no. are, you are I, like I heard y'all. Y'all told me this the last time we had got together in college. And guess what your girl did? Babe. No, I listen. Can can I tell you? I checked out. I went away. Uh-huh. No computer. No word. No nobody. And I was good. You were good. I was good because I had made peace with not having no control of whatever was going on in this country because I love the country. Because <laughs> <And laughs> I couldn't control it, right? I'm out of the whole country. Um, yeah, and then I just came back to chaos. trying to control everything. That everything just all the fights, trying to put it out. Yeah, but I think it's like that picture they used to uh, have around like showing the difference between peace. It's like the bird. You were like what we automatically think is peace, the birds sitting like in an environment where, you know, it's a sunny sky, the wind is barely blowing, everything looks nice, versus that picture they have where the bird is sitting and it looks like it's a tornado in the background, the bird is still sitting there like, ha, ha, ha. And that's a real picture of peace. And so while I think that you took a moment of self-care, you still have to master how to have peace in chaos um because you still have to come back to your environment you know and that's just like any of us anytime we go on vacation you're like i want to stay longer and you're like back to reality (laughs) and so when you get there like how can you and not just you this is i'm listen you're not on an island by yourself right how can you be at peace i was about to say this ain't the podcast it's like my counseling session that's that's okay we love you. They love you. Listen, we all need it. What they say, Jesus and therapy. Um, but how do you have, because that's, listen, what you're describing for your personal self is what a lot of people feel like 2020 is. 
this big huge tornado outside and it just won't go away you, like how you get away from a tornado how do you have peace in the middle of a tornado and I think you know a part of that letting go and leaning on God is just more time with God you know like this is one of those moments where maybe you need to like overindulge not in the ice cream not in the you know french fries if you me or whatever it is that you like but overindulge in his word and his presence to the point where like you come out of it and you just be like I don't even know if I'm still in the earthly realm at this point because that's how much like I'm trying to seek peace in the middle of what I feel like is psychotic yeah which is again all of this is easier said than done but my question is like to everybody like what's the alternative you can't wake up feeling anxious every day or um sad or angry or you can't i mean that's not a life to live you really have to figure out how to live the best life for you that's why i'm so big too like you know a controlling my energy controlling my space like I don't like your energy. I don't like what you do. I'm not going to be around you, okay? I don't feel how you work. If it's within my power, you're not going to be on my in the group project with me. I'm just not going to do it. If I have to, I'm, I know what I'm dealing with. So I'm going to move accordingly. But you're still not going to mess know. up my peace. You know I got that down pat about blocking people. <laughs> <laughs> I might have it too, too well. But the... <laughs> doesn't mean my peace, like the peace part. Now I'm Yeah, because you still think into, about it. Yeah. Alright, I'm playing into what I just had to do with the person that I had to block or mm-hmm. that is disturbing my peace. So the peace part is what I don't have down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so definitely gotta get that together because I feel like like we started off this conversation it's a new year coming and yeah I don't think nothing changes <laughs> besides the, the calendar date at this point <laughs> it ain't looking like new year new me like 2020 was but, but it could still I mean it could cause it is a new <laughs> year even if you go back to the idea of the runner right it's still a it's technically a new race cause you ain't trained for this one you you train yeah. for you train to run for an hour and now they like oh you gotta keep going so you a, you a whole new runner if I if I only run for an hour but you got me running for five Ooh. yeah but in that same breath like we've never seen we we haven't been here we haven't been at this point in this position in a pandemic not saying that it hasn't had a pandemic before but we haven't been here and I like right not like this and what we're expecting is that you know oh 2020 is such a heavy hard year and we're looking forward to 2021 because that's what we do right like again we get to the end of the year and say we made it and now it's about to be a new year and it's gonna be new adventures and new things and it could be the same yeah it's what i'm saying so that's what i have to prepare for if it's gonna be the same (laughs) then i need to have that peace not even just peace, but, like, I think that goes back to kind of, like, my original statement. We have now been through this. It's kind of like, well, only person who can speak to this is Robin. But it's kind of like, you know, once you, ha- like, we haven't had babies. Robin has had a baby. 
So she knows what that's like. So if she, I mean, although every, I'm sure pregnancy and birth is different. If she is to have another baby, she has some sense of like preparedness up to a certain point. We going in there looking like a fool. I mean, we going in there off of other people's like wisdom and experiences, but we never done it ourselves. And so we don't know what to do. Whereas is Robin will have some sense of like, okay, at least I know that, you know, I know what this, oh, I felt that, but I kind of know what that is. Like, I, I ain't going to know what that, that is until I know what it is. And so now that we know what it is, like, how do you adjust? Like, you have to adjust. You got to adjust everything so that when that calendar changes, before the calendar changes, you can have a sense of peace, really. Yeah. First yeah. of all, side note, totally about to <laughs> be bad on this. Robin, I just got so big about having a baby. First of all, we show. Did she gonna know? Did she have another baby with me? Right. <laughs> she did. I was just playing. She was like, Robin was like, "Ooh, am I?" <laughs> <laughs> Robin is not. Robin is not the standard though. Robin is like. That's like Zena the Warrior Princess having a baby because I don't know what Robin was. Robin was moving washers and dryers, and I think she moved herself yeah. out of the whole apartment. She was doing a lot of stuff, and she pushed him out in like two pushes. Ain't nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't sweat or nothing. So it was no sweat. I was like, well, if this is what childbirth is, I could probably do this. Just my luck, I'm going to be in there rolling around the ground. <laughs> Y'all got to come pick me up from the test being positive. Because I'm past Listen. come help me. She's like, let's back it up to the first part. Girl, I ain't made it the nine months since I didn't pass out from the positive test. I think, uh, like, as you guys were talking... And even going back to the adjustment piece, um, um, I think it was uh, Jamal Bryant that said, if you're not adjusting, you're not living. <laughs> like, our lives are constant adjustments. Tomorrow always brings something new and different. So you're right, Ken. We are prepared for this. We, we know how to be agile in this race. We know that if the official says we have to keep running, then we know what to do. I just think we have to have the confidence in, in that fact because we adjust every single day. Like, my school got shut down today. Adjusting well. <laughs> 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 I hate to say it like that, but I'm saying it like that. Adjusting like, or celebrating? Which one? Okay, I'm not celebrating because I don't know who, you know, I don't want my babies to be sick, but I'm showing up adjusting to being at home and teaching from home. I'm fine with that. But we've had to adjust, like, even prior to COVID. You wake up and you're not feeling good. You got to adjust. Like, so if you're not adjusting to your environment, if you're not perceiving what's out there and making the the necessary corrections that you need to make, then you're not living. And we just need to live. Isn't that what that baby sung about? I just want to live. Yeah. I just want to leave. Yeah. I'm a music <laughs> But I think that's a great segue into yes, it's hard, you know, and as believers, we already are well aware. The Bible told us, like, 
it will be. Life will be hard. And maybe, you know, we never all, you know, maybe those of us who are so shell-shocked have never had hard consistently. Because, you know, this is different for everybody. But think about people who've had hard consistently. There's the perseverance. Um, I mean, I see it with students, you know, every day who go through things consistently. But I'd be like, I'm took out. So maybe, you know, a, a part of that is we've never had, like, just, you know, pile of dirt on top of pile of dirt on top of pile of dirt being dumped on us to the point where we, you know, feel like we're suffocating. And we're really not. Like, we, we are equipped for this. And so within that, I feel like, as Robin said or, um, on a text earlier, tis, tis the season. It is still the season. It is. Jesus is still. Ooh, that was a preach, no. <laughs> Come on now. Come on Jesus now. is still the reason for not only this season, but every season. And so, we got a lot to do as humans, but thankfully we have this brain that has capacities that we don't even realize. Not only do we have to adjust to new adversities, um, not only do we have to adjust to, to feeling ways consistently we've never felt before, but we also need to then to realize God is still good. There's still good things happening, even if they're like super small. We really have to hold on to those things because if we don't have nothing to hold on to, we for sure ain't gonna make it. Absolutely. This is one season of hope. Jesus came so that Israel might have hope. Yeah. And so amid this dark, starry night, we have to find the hope. Otherwise, we just gonna suffer. And I'm not about that life. I'm over suffering. I want to have hope. Um, I know that in so many different instances, you know, we lose that. You know, I um, was just talking to a friend earlier. And I was like, you know, as believers, when you get to a place where, you know, you're not satisfied in life, all of a sudden the devil stole everything. Well, the devil stole this and the devil stole that. And it's usually something or someone, but like, in some instance, in some way, shape, or form, sometimes I feel like he snatched my hope. And, like, I don't want the house back. I don't want the car back. I don't want you back. I don't want the ring. I don't want any of that. I just want my hope back. Yeah. Because that's what I need to put in this pot of faith. Like, I don't I don't care about nothing else. It's a, it's a very dark and desolate place when you don't have hope. And then I think about the Christmas story. I think about the state that Israel was in. Israel was like, just, you think 2020 is bad. Hmm. Like, imagine 2020 for like 400 years. Mm-mm. Listen, Mm-mm. imagine every time you turn around, there's a trunk. There's a trunk. Okay. <laughs> Girl, took out. <laughs> ruler after ruler after ruler just taking over for the for the nine nine to two thousand. Just you completely out the game consistently, right? And then you hear on the horizon that there is that God is willing, that God is willing to reconcile with you, and that He's going to send you something 
to bring you back to him that all of this adversity and all of this foolishness and everything that you've had to pile on your plate and carry, he's willing to take it away. Like, that's what I want back. I want that ability to hope for the reconciliation that the heaviness that this year has brought, he's willing to lift it. So it is the season, y'all. It, it really is. And we can't lose. We can't lose sight of that. Like, yeah, you know, this year has been crazy. <laughs> but there's still hope. Yeah. I just, I have to believe that. That God, mm-hmm. God can make a way out of no way. Definitely. With you saying that, Robin, that definitely made me think about the children of Israel being in the wilderness for 40 years. Like, I, I, I definitely can't be. Like, and, and because they were complaining, being disobedient, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to suffer. Like, I, you're right. I got to focus on that hope. Like, I don't want to, yeah. Like, no, I don't want to experience that. Especially when I know the promises. He doesn't. His promises are made true. He does not go back on his word. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely fearfully, wonderfully made. He's set me up to be exceedingly, abundantly blessed. And Hallelujah. just all the promises that I stand on, I, I can't believe I serve a God. Come on. I cannot believe I serve a God that... I can't live in the overflow. So it is. It's hard. And I hope me in my counseling session is helping others (laughs) that are listening and just seeing the light before the end of the tunnel. Because, yeah, we, we serve a God that. I mean, he didn't come to this world to die for our sins, for us to live mediocre the debt has been paid mm. yeah yeah and we're <laughs> yeah we just gotta live abundantly and meditate on those things you know that he's already given that are so good and too when we think right. about like those things those everyday things that are stressing us some of those things for some people are major things that matter right and mm. some of those things you could take off your plate because they don't matter it's like, in the big scheme of life, like, uh, I got my health, you know, I have my, you know, my my family members, they have their health. I could put gas in my car. You know, you got to start thinking about just the blessing in the moment. Like, I, two examples for me of things, and this, you know, is, they're small examples, but my attitude could have been totally different. So one, I remember a couple of years ago, I was headed to work. And before I could get on the interstate, I got a flat tire. Now, I could have freaked out totally um, that I got a flat tire. But I instead, when I pulled over, I realized that there was a car shop, like right in the little shopping center where I pulled over, like a little further down. So I thank God for that, that, okay, I had a flat tire, but I'm not stranded. The car shop is literally, like, right there, okay? Then I thank God for 
um, the point that I had money in my account to get another tire. Because you know, <laughs> it has been some time when your girl would be like, Lord, where are the coins? Okay? So I could I could pay for that without worrying about it. Okay? And then another example, all, all car examples. I'm driving. Get on the interstate. Something definitely fell out of my car. Now, I didn't know what it was. Okay? It fell out of my car. But I kept driving. All of a sudden, my steering wheel is tightening up. I'm in the left lane where, like, there's no shoulder. Well, there's kind of, there is a shoulder on this part, but it's not the real shoulder, right? Ain't no shoulder on there. <laughs> My wheel is tightened up, and I'm like, Lord, and, like, just quickly, I just think I got over, and I end up being able to get over in a, in a shoulder piece that's between, like, the interstate I was on and people coming, like, off an of exit. So I'm, like, in a very interesting spot, but it is a safe spot, okay? Cars are shut down. And so, in that moment, I could have been like, Lord, I can't believe you didn't let Rebecca shut down. You know, I, there were things that, there were, I, I ain't do Rebecca right, but that's not the point. But there are things that I could have, in that moment, been so upset with God about. But instead, I just, like, bless his name and praise the fact that that could have went way left. My steering wheel locked up. I'm in the far left lane. Lord Jesus. You know, instead of so instead of complaining about, like, me having to sit there for 40 minutes to, to wait for somebody to come get me. Thank God I had that. They can't wait for poor Alan to come and get me, you know, to bring me to work. So, I don't know. Like, it sucked. I had to get my car towed. had to go to the shop. All this stuff. It cost money. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's, that was a thing. But I was just so much more grateful for the other things. Because, y'all, I would have been still embarrassed to this day had my car stopped in the middle <laughs> Of the interstate. When you talk about, like, super embarrassed, that would have been terrible. Thank God. Rest, first of all, rest in peace, Rebecca, because, Lord, we put that car to rest. Yes! We, we let that car go. Don't, don't you do Rebecca like that. She all right. Uh, but, yeah, thank God for your safety, because those were definitely two examples. And just to know, Kendallin kind of watered it down. She's trying to talk about these small, but... Her route to work, it ain't like your ordinary. This child is on a four-lane highway on the interstate, and I feel like both of these examples is probably on the interstate. No, this one of them was. The other one was just. The other one was, but still, yeah. Yeah, like they were super dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first one was on a busy street, but, I mean, again, thank God I was able to pull over. So, and I think, you know, we have to start thinking about things like that. And so the more you flood your mind with gratefulness, the more when you're in peculiar situations, you think gratefulness first. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's what we have to do. Especially in this time where it is still a time. You know, um, I talked to my dad earlier, and he talked about how he hadn't put up a Christmas tree. You know, I realized I love Christmas, and I just realized I hadn't even listened to a Christmas song. I ain't listen to a Christmas song, I said. So, it's just like, I think this season is very different for everybody. But this is a time where we have to be intentional about doing what matters. Because if we just let things pass us by, oh, it's 2020, just let it pass. Then it's just like, we lose the respect and the intentionality for what this season means. And so, yeah. 
It might look well, different. You know, Christmas songs might need to sound a little different. Maybe I need to do some rap Christmas songs or something. I don't know. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, well, yeah. First off, hey, Dad. Everybody say hey, Dad, because... He listens to us. Hey, 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 that. Ooh. Oh, that is pretty. I, mean, I want to talk because Kendall, I am disappointed in you for not listening to a Christmas song. And hey. I done decorated a whole Christmas tree. Y'all know I'm gorgeous. gorgeous. I'm proud of you. And I done put together a whole tree. So get it together. I know, girl. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have it together, girl. I'm going to start celebrating uh, Monday. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I think we have to keep our eye on the prize and, and still to remember that even in all of our adversity, there are still people, like Robin was saying, when we were talking, just like still people who need things, still people who need to need to see the love of Christ, still people who have needs that need to be met, who some of us can meet them, depending on what resources you have or connections you have. And let's not get in such a funk that we forget that we're still so blessed. We, God is still able. God has still equipped us. And we can still do. And I think in just in doing those things, then you may forget. You may wake up just one of these days. Just one. If it's even for a day that you forget that you felt like the world was cr- coming down on you. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. That's how that Christmas tree got put up. <laughs> I was just like, it's not about to take my joy. I look forward to this holiday because of course turning off and just being with family and all these other things so i'm about to get it together i'm about to get in here put my christmas music on and put this tree together and so i did that did make me feel better yeah you see look the more we talk the more the answers come out christmas miracles happening every day it's <laughs> a present sunday thank you <laughs> yeah and i guess to wrap it up on a good note i don't know if robin you want to kind of take this one away it's just like no matter what whether it's 2020 or a 1984 god is in the details y'all i just first of all let me just say this I bless God for y'all coining that phrase because that has gotten me through a lot of difficult places and spaces in my life, but it's so true. And one of the things, like, when we were talking about what we were going to talk about, I just kept thinking, you know, I know we're trying to stay positive, but there is a reality, right? There is a, a very human reality in what we're facing now. And I think that we can't be overly religious to not acknowledge this human and, and, and this carnal shape emotional place that we're in and ask, cause I know I do like, are you in these details? <laughs> like, I know you in the details, but do you see where I am? Are you here? And y'all I'm so reminded of this scripture, um, in Psalms where David David has this this funny conversation. It's funny to me. I'm pretty sure preachers really take it seriously, but it's really funny to me because it's it's constantly questioning God's availability. And he goes through this this list of places. Like if I if I find myself in heaven, there you are. If I make my bed in hell, ta-da, there you go. 
And it's just like, <laughs> so when we ask the question, like, are, are you in these details? Like, I'm going through uh, griefing. I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through all this hell around me. Are you in these details? The answer is yes. He is in those details. He is in every detail. Anytime you take a breath in and let it go, God is there. And I just pray that you like us and then that everybody who can hear us just be encouraged. Like nobody takes away from the the hurt and the hardship. And I don't even think in, in, in the Bible there is, you know, this this idea of those things being taken away. But just like um, those three Hebrew boys that were in the fiery furnace, God didn't pull them out. He got in there with them. And so we don't have to get pulled out. We just right. need God to get in there with us. And so what I will say is scooch over, make some room, and let God come on in. <laughs> buckle up, Jesus. That's all yeah. I have. <laughs> that buckle up, Jesus. You stay safe, too. <laughs> you know... I think it's it's the levels that kind of like shock us cuz I remember Brandy when you and I recorded like the first episode for this and we talked about God being in our details and we both gave you know examples you talked about when you were traveling and it wasn't nothing but like a, a, a stack of hay out there and you know we both <laughs> talked about just moments where we were like God you're there and I think Again, we just haven't been in moments that have been like, like oddly hard, you know, like, you know, you've experienced death, right? That's hard, but it's still a norm. Okay. So it sucks, but it's still something that everybody is going to experience. Um, A breakup. Okay. Um, Losing a job, whatever. Those things are hard, but they're still like. Things that so many people experience that you know that it's kind of like, huh, you know. And you want God to be in that for you, and he has. Okay, but then it, then I think it's kind of like what Robin said. Like, I went to hell. You don't expect. <laughs> you be like, the, the Lord will come to hell with me? I don't know. And when he show up, you know. And so yeah. maybe, maybe that's the point of 2020 for some of us is for God to show us. It doesn't matter what you go through. No matter where reality can take you, I need you to realize, like, you woke up, you went to sleep, you woke up, you went to sleep, I'm still there, I'm still providing, I'm still making a way, and that grows our faith once we believe in that. And as we increase our faith, we increase our power, you know, the authority that he has given us. And maybe, you know, because... Look, this was definitely purging season in the in the Christian community. So, I'm sure he's trying to raise up people of, of new levels of faith, new new testimonies, new things to go through. If we'll let him, if we'll stop trying to tell God, this is too hard for you to be in these details. I can't see you anywhere, but that's not true because we're supposed to be able to see God everywhere. And so maybe that's what he's been asking us to do with all these quarantines, stay at home. 
I really need you to sit back and take a look at your life, take a look at your circumstances and find me in it. Period. No matter what, find me in it. And it and it's different because we going through some different things. Yeah. But he's still in it, so. Well, saints. <laughs> God is God is just in the details. Yeah. This was good. So I do appreciate my counselors for this session, you know. <laughs> you're welcome. You can pay us in love. Hey, you counselors for this session. Right. I think it's a session for all of us because just as I was saying that, you know, I I just didn't realize even how like I too can you kind of can put God in a box sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know you can, like, I know I can get in a car accident that look like I should have died, but you bring me out of it. Like, I know you could do that, because I've seen you do that. But, like... Oh, Hello, May. Did you remember me? Right. <laughs> i seen you do that, right? But I ain't never seen you uh, have me, somebody be hospitalized for COVID for four months, and then they come out of it, and then they mama die, and then after they get over that, they lose their job. And then after they get over that, like, I ain't never, like, that, whoa, whoa. Right. And God is like, didn't I have told y'all? Mm, mm. God speaks better English than that. Don't do him. He's, <laughs> no, he speaks how, how we need him to speak. We act, we act like we forget. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we act like, so he got to get up, get our level and say, didn't I have told didn't I have, John? Yeah. <laughs> Robert's God don't speak to her like that. Robert's God says, darling, yes, didn't you remember the note I left? My God, okay? He be having to hold me by the back of my car. <laughs> your God, your God speak through his teeth, huh? What are you talking? Right. <laughs> and he'll use subject verb for green. Right. <laughs> Didn't I say, don't you ever, ever, ain't never. <laughs> but I be understanding though. I be understanding though. Like, Kendall, I think you and I had this conversation just about uh, expanding our faith. Mm-hmm. Just uh, being in this series with our faith, my God, and um, him preaching this uh, second for the second time, just a different, uh, it's the same, not the same message, but a different message reloaded mm-hmm. um, about crazy faith and us having, like, we're not believing God mm-hmm. enough for the bigger things. Like, it, it's not faith, like, okay, God, I could believe that you're gonna pay off all my debt, but like, like can I believe that He's gonna pay off? All the people in my life did, and my generations to come, and next and next and next. Like that's the kind of crazy faith that I need to have, and just getting in that mindset of believing, just like the unthinkable mm-hmm. that we should start to operate in. Right. Yeah. That's where we really need to be going as we end this year. You know. And as we, um, as a podcast crew, you know, regroup, I just encourage us and everyone listening to, one, like, increase your faith. Think bigger. You've been thinking about, like, I think I told you this, you know, I was, like, maybe thinking for one budget when it comes to buying a home. 
No, God, I'm going to believe you for something more. You know, that I can still afford. But what I mean is, like, the house itself <laughs> will be more than what I thought I was going to have, but I can still afford it, you know, or whatever. Like, increase your faith a little bit and, and, and move accordingly like it's going to already happen. You know, get some confidence about, like, what you know God can do for you. Um, also, I want to encourage you guys to find some time to laugh. Laughter is medicine for the soul. Like, it just feel I, I can just even see a difference with us now. Like, kind of when we started, it was like, oh, no. And I was like, okay, I can laugh a little bit. I can smile a little bit. And so... As we take these next few weeks to, like, end out this year, increase your faith. Write down at least one thing that you want to believe bigger for. And then, two, laugh. Laugh more than anything. Okay? Even if you had to be the inappropriate person laughing in a moment where it's not funny, you got to find you a reason to get some joy in your soul. Was that the reason? Was that my that was yours. That wasn't inappropriate enough. I'm talking about when the person who spent 12 hours bringing the cake and they drop it. Y'all laugh a little bit about that. You know what I mean? Just like really, really um, make it your priority to be with people you love, increase your faith, and laugh. Laugh. Because this life is short and things are very uncertain. And while we do know we are built for it, we're going to have to figure out a way <laughs> to move through it. And so, make these next couple of weeks count. Aye, aye, Captain. Thank you. I touch and agree. Amen. All right, people out there. Well, remember... Got us in the details.